the property pod. Pod. pod welcome to the property pod with moneyweb the property sector is an ever-changing sector and in this podcast series your host suren naidu chats to movers and shakers in the property industry with august being women's month the property pod is profiling leading women in south africa's commercial property sector in this episode, I'm speaking to Matsaleng Mohodi, who is founder and principal of real estate agency Snooks Estates. A former teacher turned entrepreneur, Matsaleng has been in business and the sector for over 23 years. It has not been an easy road for Matsaleng, with the real estate world in South Africa being one of the least transformed, especially from an ownership perspective. So Matsaleng is certainly shaking things up. Matsaleng, welcome to the Property Pod. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Suren. You have really made headway in a tough sector to break into, being the owner of not just a real estate agency, but starting an all-new real estate agency brand. Tell us, how did Snooks Estates come about back in the late 1990s? Okay, so uh, I was a teacher, and thank you for having me. Um, I was a teacher, and I realized during that time that, you know, I wanted more. So at the time, my father was in the construction business. So I, we were very close. So I started working with him, you know, after school. You know how with teaching, you know, you knock off at two. So then I would say, okay, what else should I do? So then I would go with him and just look at what he did. And I started seeing that, okay, he was running business, you know, from the boot of his car. So I started helping him. And it was through that, that I started to fall in love with really, you know, meeting new challenges, meeting new people, doing different things, being in business. So um, when those clients started selling their properties, they came to me. So then I said, okay, what do I do? You know, and then the, the you know, the, the real estate uh, bug started for me. And then I went to write the exam. I learned uh, about real estate. I studied for that, you know, the exam. In, the, in those days, we used to write exams. So I had to study and then write the exam. I passed it. And then I opened Snooks Estates. So did you go straight into Snooks Estates or did you, you know, going from a teacher, I know passing the exams is one thing, but you would have had to register a company and that sort of thing. No, at the time, I didn't even know what I was doing. Um, so I, I, I mean, came straight from teaching into business. Um, my family had not run a proper business uh, because my father was a building contractor, but it was a, you know, he was a sole proprietor. So when I started, um, I, I knew that I had to learn because I couldn't run the business without having any knowledge or skill or about the business. So that's the main thing that I did. And then I also started as a sole prop because I was also not really, you know, like when you hear a company, you think it's like big things. So I had to learn on the road. And, and that, then I started um, to have a, a PTY where I opened Snooks Estates, but I traded as a sole proprietor for many years. What made you want to, I know it's the entrepreneurship bug that bit a little bit, but you were in your 20s, from what I understand, the residential property sales, was it a default thing? And I know you mentioned your father, so I'm going to ask uh, what's behind the name of the, the company. It's not an outwardly African name, Snooks Estates. 
No, no. We we are Sinukwanyani. So my maiden surname is Sinukwanyani. So all the Sinukwanyani, you know, it's a long surname. So all the Sinukwanyanis call themselves Snooks. So my father was Snooks Construction. So I started Snooks Estates. So that, that's where it comes from. Okay. You know, and I know a lot of people now call us Snook Fish and Snook What? You know, Snooks, <laughs> Snooks. <laughs> Yeah. It's been 23 years. How big is the business today? I understand you currently have six active branches in Johannesburg. How many people do you employ and how many houses do you sell on an average month? Okay, so um, I want to just go back to one thing. Uh, Over the years, I have learned that you can be in a business for as many years as you want. What matters is the growth and um, that you achieve in that time because somebody can come in in five years, they are where I am after 23 years. But what is important about my 23, 24 years is that I, I didn't join any other real estate company. So I had to learn everything. And, and in retrospect, I think I could have done things differently by learning through other people. So I had to learn and make mistakes. Um, and along the way, I realized that I had people that were really good uh, within the company. And I, I, I decided that I would rather work with these people because they are there, they are building the, the business with me. So instead of looking outside, I would look within and get those people to be the ones running the different branches of Snooks Estates. And what the, the biggest mistake that I did was that you know, as a woman in business, um, you, we, we tend to be more nurturing. So for me, it was around looking at people and being great salespeople and not thinking that being a great salesperson does not necessarily mean that that person is ready to manage a business. And I think it's one of the biggest lessons that I've had as, a, as, a, as an owner of a business, as a principal in the real estate uh, business. So what we did was that then we said, okay, we want to grow. So, and, and also just being in one, one office and having all these great people, um, I felt we need to allow them to also manage a few people under them. So that is how we said, we said, and, and also the area where we are based, it's people that are easier to, you know, they, they go to the malls, they want to see because Real estate agents have had, unfortunately, a very bad reputation. So we wanted people to be able to find us and see us, know where we are, access us anytime. So by being in their faces, it helped us to gain credibility so they know that they'll always find us. If they don't find us here, they'll find us in another office. So that was a strategic move to to plant our businesses in, in as many areas as possible. But obviously, we wanted to plan towards a bigger growth, like even looking at franchising at some stage. Okay. So in each office, we, we have like around five to seven agents. So but in total today, we have about 40, 43 um, people within Snooks Estates. And unfortunately, because of the pandemic, we've had to let go of some. Some have dropped off. Uh, some are still wanting to come in to join. Uh, but at this stage, we have not been taking any new people because we felt we need to train. And for them to really get into the business, it's important that they get people that will hold their hands and be with them and do things with them. 
Well, small businesses are um, the job creators in South Africa. So um, that's a great thing that you've got employing over 40 people. Um, I know you touched a little bit on uh, some of the lessons you've learned, but maybe you want to highlight a little bit more in terms of some of the biggest challenges you faced and perhaps uh, faced in residential estate agency sector as well, not just as an entrepreneur, but the sector specifically. Okay, so I think one of our biggest challenges um, as black estate agents is that you know how um, when people lose their properties or they're not able to service their properties, the banks would then allocate you know, uh, those distressed sales to particular uh, estate agencies. Mm. So I find that um, regardless of how much effort we put in to try to be part of that, we are still struggling to, fa- to be allocated those properties. So just before the, 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 the lockdown last year, it was the first time that we were actually engaged in discussions as a, as a black owned company as, uh, involved in those discussions so that we can also be allocated uh, those properties because we look at the market, we are the busiest in the market, you know, as, as township estate agents, not just Snooks, there are other estate agencies. But you find uh, companies that are not even based in our areas being allocated uh, those, those properties and they come to us for us to help them to sell those properties. So it was very ironic to say, why are they not giving us? And, you know, I'll just take it back to uh, 2009, 2010, you know, during the recession. So one of the things that we did, we, we started a, 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 an organization for Black Estate Agents. We called it BIFSA, Black Estate Agency Forum. Mm. And the idea was to bring estate agencies together. You know, at, at the time, I think, I was the only one, or maybe there were two of us in the whole of Soweto with proper offices. And I I realized that it doesn't help to just have snooks with an office because then uh, what about all the other estate agencies? Because I also get brushed with the same, you know, uh, tainted with the same brush. So rather than me say, I'm the best, I've got an office, I've got estate agents, why not work with other estate agencies? So we came together. And we built this organization. And the intention was to say there are people with different kinds of skills. So let us look at what skills we've got and let's leverage those skills and become a collective so that we can speak with one voice and be able to communicate with the estate agency affairs board and tell them exactly what challenges we have in the townships as estate agents. So um, we, we managed to do that and we did that successfully. So. What I, what I realized is that our, our very own people are the ones that needed to actually look at themselves and say, do they want to do this as a collective together? And that was where the biggest challenge is, where we needed to come, you know, change some mindset because people still didn't want to work together. Um, we built this and people are already looking at profit but that was not about profit. That was about education. That was about professionalizing the industry. That was about leverage mm. so that we, we can stand up and, and also be the ones that can be employable by developers because that was one of our biggest challenges. Developers came in. So Weto was built in front of our eyes. 
but we were not the estate agents to sell. So then I, the one question that I asked at the time I was the chair of, of that organization, and I said, if you had a development, would you employ yourself? And the answer is no, because we had to do things like marketing, being more professional, knowing, you know, people finding you on a website. You know, so we had to look at ourselves and say, let us build ourselves up and then go to these developers and say, we are now ready. So unfortunately that didn't happen. So, but then with the banks, I think it is incumbent upon the banks to look at an organization and say, okay, they've come to me. Uh, can I trust them? And do their homework and say, okay, yeah, I think I can give that one a chance. So that's, that's one aspect of the challenges that, that we face as real estate agents in, in the townships. But the other one is because the government is trying to increase numbers in the, in the real estate um, industry, they, they offered you know, these internships for young people, but it's not all young people. So there are a lot of young people in the townships that are not working. So when there's an opportunity like that, of course, they come on board because the stipends. So I think to increase the numbers rather than want to, to have quantity, they needed to do it as, as quality and look at who are these people coming into the industry? Do they really want to come in? So we've seen a lot of young people coming in, being trained, working in our companies, but they're not ready. It's, it's not really what they wanted. So we, we are seeing now a challenge of young people that are very stressed because they're not performing. You know, they're in the business. Uh, I'm the principal, I want business, I want deals. Uh, I'm allocating them to qualified agents to help them, but they, they become a burden. So it is so important that we get people that really want to come into the industry, or even if they don't want to come into the industry, let us find people that we can train and for them to be ready to take on the challenges. So I think that part has also been very, very important for us. And then coming to sales, hey, Suren, we have big challenges. So because the Estate Agency Affairs Board, for, for them, they want to increase the numbers. And a lot of Black people, unfortunately, don't register every year. But they want numbers of Black estate agents to, agencies to increase and Black estate agents to increase. So there are laws, there are restrictions, that, but there is no monitoring. So today, you are finding that the industry is flooded with a lot of estate agents that work from the boots of their cars, that don't have offices, uh, one-man shows. And because we are so vast, and some of them are, are really good salespeople, so they're able to sell property. Um, and because people don't really ask, let me see your certificate if you are registered. As long as you can show that you can do the job, uh, people just go with that. So we are finding that there are a lot of estate agents that are not qualified, but that are doing the work. And then within organizations also, because there are these one-man shows that get a whole commission. So when you get to employ these estate agents in your company, they feel, okay, but I'm used to getting the whole commission myself. So why, why must I share with the company? Without thinking that there are overheads. There's a business, there's over, large overheads, especially with us, because we are in shopping malls because we wanted to make it easy for people to access us. So we are paying for that. So for them, it's like, uh-uh, they. Mm -mm. So what they tend to do now is 
they start to do their own business alongside your business. So they use your platform. So that has also taught us over the years to have more stricter systems and to have people that can monitor those things. But no matter how much you monitor, hey, human beings are human beings, but it's part of our journey. It's part of what we need to learn. And I think even for these estate agents, when they go and they, and they start to have their own businesses, they will realize that these are the things. So I suppose these crises are also blessings for the future so that we can learn to really change how we do things. So there are many of those challenges. So sales are very impacted because of those kinds of things. And then on top of that, a lockdown came and lockdown just made things worse. But because of the kinds of systems that we have and, and, and because of the brand and the amount of work that we had put into the business, we have been able to sort of hold on and still do a little bit of business. So we are still there and we are still doing. And, and now, because hopefully um, we, are, we are used to the, to the lockdown and the restrictions, so we are starting to now get used to that and now build business based on that, that there is a problem with seeing people face to face, so we are now going virtual, you know, incorporating that slowly but surely into our business. Matseleng, since it's Women's Month, what advice would you want to give women wanting to get into the sector and maybe some advice in terms of what it entails to make, make it big like you have? Thanks, Seren. So for women wanting to come into the industry, a lot of people normally say, how, you know, how did you do it? And I only realized when people started asking me, you know, how are you doing it? So I never really thought about it. Um, I just empowered myself with knowledge because I knew that I have to know what I'm doing. So it is critical that you learn and you have the right attitude to get into the industry. When you get into the industry, I am telling you, nobody will stop you. Um, you can only stop yourself. So men have an advantage that they're, they're not multitaskers. Okay, they're not multitaskers. But women can do so many things. So the only challenge is you being able to plan your things properly and be able to work on the business. And remember that when you are a woman running a business or any other business person, it is important to understand that you can work inside your business for a certain period, but there has to be a time when you're working on your business. And in that way, whether you're a woman or you're a man, it doesn't really matter. So you need to learn to delegate and allow other people to help you and leverage on their skills, on their knowledge to be able to grow your business. So real estate is a business where anyone can actually be their own boss. So I invite women to get into the industry and become their own bosses and learn and grow and qualify so they can run their own businesses. We need more women in real estate. We've come to an end of the interview, but uh, uh, last question before you go. Where to from here? The group is largely based in Johannesburg. You have quite a strong presence in, in Soweto. Do you have a, a big dream of taking the business or taking Snooks uh, national one day? Absolutely, Suren. Absolutely. So what I'm doing now at Snooks is um, we are actually busy now with interviews um, to get more people in at, man at management level so that we can sort of smoothen what we are doing currently and then look into franchising. Because I've had a lot, a lot of people that want to start a Snooks Estates in Cape Town, in Durban. So, but I felt that I needed to be ready first 
So we need, it's important for us to be ready so that we can take this to the next level. And what is also key is that it's important that the people that take on and uh, 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 the the next to the take us to the next step buy into the vision of the company because it doesn't help to involve people in the business that don't really understand the vision. And I, I will also say, I mean, as the as the principal, it's important that I communicate that vision because uh, that also impacts on how people take that vision and understand the vision of the company. So I'm hoping that we can attract people that want to grow themselves, but also grow with the company and grow the company with me. Unfortunately, we're out of time, but Matzaleng, all the best in your endeavors. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Suren. That was Matzaleng Mohodi, founder and principal of Snooks Estates. Thanks for listening to the MoneyWeb Property Pod with Suren Naidu. Brought to you by Asset, South Africa's leading digital commercial property magazine. To listen to more episodes, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Follow Suren on Twitter at Suren Naidu for more of his property industry content and other business stories. The Property Pod. Pod. Pod.